From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Monday, May 30th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Coming up, concern that Japan's effort to contain the damage at the Fukushima nuclear power plant is not working. Other nations are taking note. Today, Germany announced plans to phase out nuclear energy. Also in Germany, American Civil War reenactments. There were about 200,000 German and uh, who had German roots fought in the Civil War. I think it's really important also for our history. And a new twist on an old sport, quick and dirty golf. Those stories and more coming up. BBC News with Ian Purden. The FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, has denied that world football is in crisis. At a news conference in Zurich, he acknowledged that FIFA was in difficulties, but insisted it could solve its problems by itself. He was speaking for the first time since two senior executives were suspended, as inquiries continue into bribery allegations. Football is not in a crisis. When you have seen the match, the final match of the Champions League, then you must applaud and you see what the game is, what is fair play on the game, what is good control of the game. We are not in a crisis. We are only in some difficulties. And these difficulties will be solved, will be solved inside our family. Earlier, the FIFA Secretary-General, Jérôme Valk, confirmed he'd sent an email which appeared to suggest that Qatar bought the right to host the 2022 World Cup. Qatar has denied any wrongdoing. Alex Kapstick has been monitoring events from FIFA headquarters. Crisis, what crisis? Sepp Blatter stood alone in front of the world's media in a show of openness. What followed was something rather different. Much to the frustration of his audience, the FIFA president refused to expand on the allegations of bribery, the backstabbing and the internal feuding which has threatened to tear his organisation apart. He said the difficulties they've experienced can be solved internally. And he expected the delegates arriving in Zurich for this week's Congress to display unity and solidarity. He did admit something must be changed at football's world governing body, but not, it seems, at the very top. The South African president, Jacob Zuma, has held talks in Tripoli with Colonel Gaddafi about the conflict in Libya. Before the meeting, Mr Zuma said his aim was to secure an immediate ceasefire and the delivery of humanitarian aid. He's now left Tripoli, but there's no word yet on what he discussed with Colonel Gaddafi, nor if any progress was made. Andrew North sent this report from Colonel Gaddafi's compound in Tripoli, where his supporters were gathered. Even before the talks began, the prospects looked gloomy because the African Union ceasefire proposal President Zuma was bringing had already been rejected by both uh, the rebels in the east and by NATO because it does not call for Colonel Gaddafi to step down. Colonel Gaddafi's advisers insist, though, there is no prospect of the Libyan leader resigning. And so, even though he is under mounting pressure and with the likelihood that NATO will again start bombing this compound, this crisis could still go on a long time yet. A further eight Libyan senior army officers have defected from the forces supporting Colonel Gaddafi. They're now in Italy. They said they were among 120 military personnel who had left Libya over the past days. World News from the BBC. 
The lawyer for the bo- former Bosnian Serb military commander Ratko Mladic says he's filed an appeal against his transfer to the Hague War Crimes Tribunal to face charges of genocide. Mark Lowin is in Belgrade. The son of Radko Mladic, Darko, has until now updated waiting journalists regularly about his father's condition on leaving the war crimes court. But today he told reporters he didn't want to make a public comment in the presence of his children, the grandson and granddaughter of Radko Mladic, who visited the war crime suspect in custody for the first time. Mladic's lawyer has now posted an appeal against Mladic's extradition to The Hague by mail rather than filing it in person. It's a way of buying a little more time for his client, who he claims is too sick to be transferred to the International Tribunal to stand trial for genocide and other war.